Are you in the frame? I think I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Two Beards in a Bible, and I am John Swaino. I'm Dave Tenney. And we're glad you're with us. We hope that uh, you find this time to be, to be helpful as uh, we look through the scriptures and, and we ourselves uh, seek to learn together. I guess I'll go ahead and I'm going to read the first 12 verses of this. I don't think we're in, so we're in John chapter 9. I'm going to read 1 through 12. I don't think we're going to be able to get through John chapter 9. There's just too much stuff in here to talk about. Yeah. But uh, let's let's kind of try to go through as much as we can this one, or maybe, maybe we'll be able to finish it in the next episode. Uh, it says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of my Father who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Therefore, the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is this not the one who sat and begged? Some said, This is he, and others said, He is like him. He said, I am he. Therefore, they said to him, How were your eyes open? And he answered and said, A man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received sight. He said to him, Where is he? And he said, I do not know. <clears throat> we'll stop there. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Jesus is so Jesus and his disciples are walking by, and the the disciples ask him a question about who sinned. Yeah, that's that 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 just jumps up and bites you in the nose. It does. And the reason I think that is, is the, and this is the reason I believe they asked this question is, the Jews at that time had this belief. Um, and it wasn't totally without um, uh, proof that, you know, the sins of a parent, you know, what it says that they can affect the, the, the children down to what, third or third and fourth generation? So that idea, and that's in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it is true that the sins of, of parents can affect their children. And... Uh, then he says, Rabbi, who sinned this man or his parents? And of course, sin can lead us into problems. So mm -hmm. I guess I could see why they, why, <clears throat> that would be my reasoning why they asked him. I think the Jews also believed that, that a baby could sin in the womb. Oh. They had that belief. Huh. I know that just even, even among people today, you know, people attribute difficulties and trouble in their life and illnesses with sin yeah. and and there are even those today that will that will say uh you know what you they would say to somebody who who is dying of cancer well what did you do you know to deserve this i mean i, I i've heard people say such things and, and there's a even if it's not so blatant there's a there's an undercurrent of that thought in the world all around us oh yeah that that uh 
that if you are uh, a Christian and that if you if you uh, are pleasing in the sight of God, that nothing will ever go wrong in your life. Which is yeah, which is absolutely false. Right, absolutely. And yeah. you know, you know, we we understand that that illnesses and 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 issues like you know, however he became, if he was blind from birth, you know, uh, you know, those things came into, into play because of the fall of mankind in the garden. Yeah. And, and, and there, that's it. It, it. There's, you know, biology takes its course as it was, as it was given by God at that point in time. And, 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 and that's just simply it. Faith is the thing that helps you get through the bad times. And I, yeah. I can't think of a better example than Job. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so Job, Job was just about as good as you could get. Yeah. And uh, that's why God said, hey, consider my servant Job. Right. There's nobody like this fella. Right. And, and, and it may seem unfair yeah. uh, in, in, in our human understanding. It may seem unfair that a that a child is born without sight, that a child is born with some kind of illness that is undoubtedly maybe going to cut their life short. Uh, but realizing that that God's view, God's will for mankind is far beyond anything that goes on in this right. in this life. I mean, how in a way, in a way, you're you're fortunate to live a shorter physical life and yeah. have a and have eternity in heaven. I mean it, not saying that any of us should wish to die, but but really, truly, our hope and our comfort yeah. is in is, is in some place that's not here. There's a salesman. I have lunch with him every year. And I just had lunch with him in December. In fact this will be my last time huh. of having because he's retiring. Oh. Now this fellow he's I think he's getting close to seventy. But we were t- we we always talk about religious things, and he was telling me about his son, who uh, was an atheist, and he raised his son in their. I think they went to the Grace Church, but he was raised with a religious background, and his son said, uh, I guess there was some uh, a friend of his when he was in his twenties that got some bad disease and died a horrible death death. And he told his dad that, you know, if there was a God that, you know, he wouldn't have let my friend die this way. And that's a hard thing to talk about. It is. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of painful things that happen. I mean, but that's not God's doing. That's that's the doing of man. Right. And the doing of sin. Yeah. And, 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 And Satan is the ruler of this world. Right. Yeah, it was God's design that we would live forever. It still is, but yeah. now it's spiritual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he created the garden. Yeah. He, and he gave them one rule. Right. <laughs> and they couldn't follow it. Right. And and if God only gave us one rule today, we wouldn't be able to follow it either. Right. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Yeah. You go go to go to your kids or my kids and put some candy in the middle of the floor and say, Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> Candy's going to get touched. Yes, it is. So Jesus answers and he says, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He says, But the works of God should be revealed in him. So 
it's basically saying that God, this was, this man was born blind for this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and even if if nothing else, you know that that um, he he's at least at that point in time uh, a vessel to be able to show the works. Yes, of God. Yeah, and this and this God blind fella mm -hmm. is an impressive person. Mm -hmm. As we read through about him, yeah, he's. I mean, this this guy is is awesome. Yeah. So he says, uh, "I must work the works of Him who sent me." You know, some of the other translations says, "We must work the works of Him who sent me." Well, when His day, the night is coming. I think that's even better translation. Right. He says, "So the night is coming when no one can work." So what's he talking about there? Well. Uh, well, the night when no one can work would be death. Yeah. Um, but the we, you think the we is Christ and the Holy Spirit, the Godhead? Or is it speaking of all mankind? Yes. There you go. <laughs> all of the above, right? <laughs> right. We must work the works of him who sent me, or I must work the works of him who sent me. Well, what is they? Well, you have the opportunity. The night is coming when no one can work. Today I was like the fellow that gave me this shirt that I'm wearing. I visited him today, and this guy, you want to talk about a fantastic woodworker. I mean, this guy just built unbelievable stuff. But he's uh, he's getting up in years, and he said he's considering selling off all his tools because he can't he can't do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. The time when he can go out and and yeah. build stuff is over. Yeah, and. That happens to all of us. There's going to yeah. come a time. You know, and I, I think of, you know, people that have perhaps realized what must be done, and yet they put it off, and they put it off. They put off, uh, you know, baptism. They put off, <clears throat> they, they put off uh, seeking after the Lord while he may be found. Yes. Yeah, they put that off, and um, maybe something happens to them. You know, in this... Uh, I hate to even utter the word and bring it back up in the conversation, but these past two years with COVID, how many people perhaps intended upon making a change in their life and then they were stricken with COVID and quarantined to a hospital? How can you, you know, you can't, nobody will let you baptize them. Even if they right. had come to the knowledge and, and said, yes, I want to do that. I mean, how are you going to get into a COVID ward? Yeah. You know, and or, and or, you know, if you're stricken with some disease that takes your mental capacity away, you have a stroke. Yes. You know, how can you, how can, how can you uh, be obedient to the gospel at that point? Yeah. And we don't know when that stuff's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know personally of, you know, my mother-in-law had a stroke a couple of years ago. Thankfully, she recovered fully and is fine. But I know others. I know a gospel preacher that passed away had a stroke and, and uh, died in a, in a hotel room. Yeah, uh, while he was traveling, he woke up fine and then had a headache. Yeah, I mean it's so. Yeah, that 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 you know if if you're anybody's out there and they're thinking and they're waiting and they're putting things off, yeah. don't wait, don't wait. Yeah, look into the scriptures. Yeah, reach out to us. You know, we'd love to study with anybody that I've made studying. this point a bunch of times with people. You know, you know, right now you mentioned COVID, but you know everybody is so worried. About that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
don't worry about that. Yeah. Worry about your spiritual state. Right. This world is a temporary place. And uh, you would be much better off to make sure that you're right with God rather than right with whatever medicine or vaccine comes along. Right. You know, you got you to gotta be able to prioritize that. Exactly. First things first. First things first. Jesus says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And, and basically, you know, while he was there, while he was on earth, um, he was direct, everything he said was, mm-hmm. you know, directly from the mind of God. Right. You know. Uh, so he does this and he, he, he said these things and he said he spat on the ground. This is the only time that I know of where Jesus did something like this. Mm-hmm. He, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. Now that was a, a I guess that was like a thing that, that they, they thought that Spit had healing properties. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Romans. Okay, I guess um, there's some rec- uh, there's some some historical record where Vespasian uh, had this done to him. Huh. So this wasn't this thing that he's doing wasn't a really bizarre. It wasn't some like far out thing. Yeah, I was thinking that was kind of disgusting. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> of a thing that happened. Yeah. So he, he anointed the eyes of the blind man with a clay, which apparently was something that was that was not uncommon. It was done. And he said to them, go wash in a pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. And he went and washed and came back saying, that pool of Siloam, that was like a, a place where this, uh, where the, the river Shiloh, I believe, emptied into. Okay. If I remember correctly. So, so he, come, he, he goes and he, uh, he does that, and he comes back seeing. And apparently, Jesus had um, gone away, like he had left the scene at this point, mm-hmm. which but, is not unlike him. Yeah, not unlike him at all. So he says, uh, "Therefore, the neighbors and those who had previously had seen that he was blind said, Is this the one who sat and begged?'" Yeah. And some of them were like, "Well, maybe." And he says, I love this, he, and he said, I am he. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he wanted to scream from the mountaintops. Oh, my point. word. Could yeah. you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, talk about sensory overload. Right. Seeing, seeing, seeing for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. That would be. Mm-hmm. So they asked him how his eyes were open. And he says, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said, go wash in the pool, it's long to wash. And I went and washed and received sight. Yeah. And he said, where is he? And he said, I don't know. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of little things we can get out of just that little section. You know, having, having your eyes opened by Jesus. Yeah. And, and then... The washing. Yeah, and, and then being obedient to go and, and do the washing yeah. in, in the pool, yeah. I mean, it it, it has all kinds of uh, parallels to the... The gospel the, plan of salvation. Exactly. Yeah, because here, here this man, he had to do what he was told to do. Mm-hmm. So this is another one of those instances where when we talk about faith, this man, he had faith... Mm-hmm. But he showed his faith by doing. Yeah. 
And, and it's always been there. Every time we talk about faith, we can see it through action. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And, and it's so hard uh, for, for many to separate the idea of there being an action involved. Yeah, they want to put some value to that action. They want to say, oh, that's a work. Right. Any Anytime you do you physically do something, it's a work. Right. And and, and and it well may be, but it's not that it has any value to save you. It's not right. doing that work that is that is in and of itself going to save you. Right. It's it's the being obedient. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not a work of uh, merit. Right. It's a work of faith. Get, getting you know, jumping into a lake and getting wet isn't going to do anything but get you wet. Yeah. But when you precede it with the knowledge of the scriptures and you understand who Christ is and you confess him before men, you're willing to repent of your sins and turn away from those things and you want to be baptized for their mission of sins because he said so, because that's the example, then that's a different story. Yeah. And as far as the how that works, well, that's above my pay grade. It is. Because God said yeah. so. And, that, and that's faith in and of itself. Yeah. I've often said, I'm not sure why God chose the mode of baptism yeah. to, to be the thing that, that puts you on Jesus' uh, family list. Right. Right? The thing that, that remitted your sins, that made you justified in the eyes of God. I'm not sure why God chose that. Yeah. But I can tell you this, he did. Mm-hmm. He mentioned baptism a hundred times in the New Testament. Yeah. And I'm not making that up. Do a word search. <laughs> right. So, so it's, that's, that would be a work of faith, mm-hmm. like following what God has told us to do and, and, and to it's, become Christians. And it's, uh, again, it's not making a payment of any kind. It's yeah. not that, you know, getting you wet has any value it's it's because god said so yes it, it is just simply that and and if you have faith in him you're going to do what he what he said it's the same situation with this fella mm-hmm. it's actually he jesus tells him what to do and he goes and do it and he came back seeing yeah so you know it's it's the basically it's it's the the same kind of idea Again, it's the same idea presented in a different manner. Right. And, and, and again, you know, you think of the working of God and, and the way that, thing, that he works things together. You know, we have the example of this blind man who gains his sight. But back in the previous episode, we were talking about blindness, those who are blind. Yes. You know, and it just kind of, you know, all of these things kind of lump together because this is really kind of, just the continuation yeah. of the story. Yes. And and here again, we have this idea of blindness. And that's exactly what the people that Jesus was speaking to, it's what they were. They were blind. Yeah, that's what they did. They, yeah, the Jews were having this big problem with, yeah. um, they were not, they were saying they were Abraham's children, but yet their actions didn't show that. Right. They were blind to what all of those things were. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. It, it just, it all kind of flows right together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, what, Go, go verse fifty nine there. Uh, oh no, I'm 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 going backwards. Never mind. That's okay. Go ahead. No, I was just okay. <laughs> I was just having a, a thought of you know why would Jesus run away from them? But uh, in, in eight fifty nine, uh, they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. 
So why would Jesus hide from? Well, his time wasn't his time. Yet. That's it. I mean, yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus had to die at the proper time. Right. Right. It was a time and a place. Yeah. I'm going to read just a little bit here. Um, it says they brought him. They brought him, and we're talking about those people, the neighbors. They brought him who was formerly blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Therefore some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. I'm going to stop again. It's This is the thing that's unbelievable about all, about all of this. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> this man, he has a very simple story. <laughs> He's like, he says, here's three. Here's the three things that happen. He says, you put clay on my eyes, and I've washed, and I see. Yeah. <clears throat> and they kept asking him these questions. Yes. <laughs> and they said, so that now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay, and then the Pharisees asked him again, and the Pharisees say, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But the thing is, is there is no place in the old law that would prohibit this. Mm-hmm. There is no no place. Right. The, the law about, you know, and maybe maybe this should be a side, a side study, but, you know, there is no command in the law not to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were there were commands about certain things about traveling a certain distance away from your home. Yeah, and and, and such things. But yeah, I, I don't, I, I can't think of any reason. And gathering sticks. Mm-hmm. There were certain, yeah, there were certain things that they weren't supposed to do. Right, and this is a, it's just an example of uh, of adding to. Yes, of adding to what the Lord said, and and people still do that yet today. Yeah, yeah. So you know. So the, the Pharisees say the man is not from God because he does not. So they they totally ignore the fact that this miracle was done, and they have to go back to this thing. And the reason that they said he didn't keep the Sabbath, and I mentioned this before, is that the, the Pharisees and the Mishnah, they were not allowed to need anything. And they're saying because Jesus took the, the spit and the dirt, uh-huh. and he rubbed it together that he was kneading. Uh-huh. And that was the sin, right? The sin was kneading the uh, the dirt and the spittle together, right? So yeah. they're saying, "Oh, that's work," right? Because their their law said it was. Sounds to me like a law that they can massage one way or another, yeah, to, to fit their to fit their needs. Yeah, it's kind of like our law, yeah, in, the, in our country right? in, in many ways. <laughs> yeah, so they so. What are we doing on time? We got about five minutes. So they said to the blind man again, "Why do you say what? What do you say about him? Because he opened your eyes." And he said, "He's a prophet." Well, that's what that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him who had received his sight. 
And they asked him, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he see? His parents said, You got something there? No, no, no. I was just going so to the next spot there. His parents answered them, saying, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we do not know. Or who opened his eyes, we do not know. He is of age, ask him. <laughs> He will speak for himself. And he's already done so many times. Yes. And 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 previously, you know, there are all sorts of people there that were saying, Is this not the man who yes. sat at the at the gate blind? But they it, I, I guess this is what do you call it? Cognitive dissonance where they just don't want to believe what they're seeing. Yeah. You know, they, they just really don't wanna yeah. don't wanna go there. Ron Popeil used to say, seeing is believing. Said it to forget it, John. <laughs> Verse 23, it says, His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was a Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, "Ask he is of age, ask him. So it sounds like his parents actually knew that Jesus did this. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to avoid... <laughs> they're trying to avoid a direct answer of this. Right. This is the funny thing. This is the funny part of this. People don't think the Bible has comedy. This is yeah. hilarious. So again, they called the man who was blind. This is the third time. And said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know. <laughs> I was blind. And now I see. And then they say, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He's already told them. And he answered them. And he says, I told you already. And you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become one of his disciples? <laughs> Pharisees had to have been fit to be tied. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's almost like, I mean, how could these people be so stupid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, 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 they like I said a, a few moments ago, I think they must have just been fighting. They just did not want to admit. They did not want to see what they were seeing. No! Because it was a threat to their way of life and the... <clears throat> The religion that, in effect, they had built. It's obvious from what Christ had said to them that they were no longer within the fold right. of Christ's people. Yes. Of the Lord's people. Yep. So, uh, I'll just continue on reading. We've, we've got about three or four minutes left here. Um, he says, then they reviled him and said, you are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he's from. I have to say... But where do you think this came, which miracle came from? Right. You don't know? The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes. Now, this, this blind man is a very, <coughs> this is great. He says, Why is this marvelous thing, that you do not know where he's from, yet he has opened my eyes? Now, we know that God does not hear sinners. Right? Basic thing. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, 
It has been unheard of that anyone open the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And they answered and said to him, You were completely born in sins, and you were teaching us. And they cast him out. So we'll stop there. Yeah. And there, there again, there's that belief that because he had something wrong with him, that it had to be a result of his parents' sins or his sins. Yeah. You know, sin, sin obviously has everything to do with why we struggle today with all sorts of things yep. in our lives, uh, physical ailments and so on. But it's not my sin or your sin. It's sin. Yes. It's the original yes. sin, I guess you could say. But yeah. it's just sin. It's not, it's, not, it's not any one person's. Yes, absolutely. At least not... That is alive today. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that'll that'll do us up for this this time. We're we've got a few more verses in chapter nine, and we'll start off the next segment with. Okay. Well, thanks for being with us. Again, we hope you found it helpful, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you.